This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. And let's get right into it today because we are joined by the one and only. Now, we'll re- I'll tell you how everyone else refers to you, but we are saying Charlie Burnett, one of the new kids. That's how you're being referred to from, I think, the best show on Bravo, Vanderpump Rules. How are you? Hey, thank you for having me. And hey, everyone on the internet world it's me charlie i mean everyone lumps you in as one of the five newbies or new kids so how is how are you today and what's going on and how is your quarantine going um i am doing actually pretty great i feel like yeah. it's time to sleep and be lazy which i never get to do and um, I on it. I actually been. I got into a hobby I've been wanting to try, and it's been taking up all my time. But it's the. Re- Have you ever heard of resin art? Yeah, I mean, so I can picture it. Like, is it like? It's like, yes, it's like three D almost, right? Yes, like, you can make basically any. Like a lot of things. The popular thing was those balls that people would have on their desk back in the day and they would have like a little image in it or something and then little spear things but I've been making ashtrays for people for fun posters so (laughs) how often do you do that do you do it every day or like yes it's been every day and it takes about a day to make three days to cure so it's been a very long learning process I've messed up a lot of coasters I just messed up three <laughs> yesterday but um it's super fun and it takes all my time and I get to be like half outside because you have to be outside when you do it so do you live by yourself or no I actually live with one other girl and um, we're lucky enough to have a spare bedroom and that's where I'm shooting this today so that's our guest couch so excuse it but um me and another girl that's nice so at least you're not alone and like you're with someone yeah, actually, I haven't been doing my quarantine here. I just came up yesterday to grab some mail, and um, I've been actually quarantined with my boyfriend. He lives in Carlsbad, so the moment this started, I drove down there and only have been coming up to L.A. for 
a change of clothes every three weeks and my bills. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like, well, in New York, it's the same thing. Like, we don't have cars, but like, I mean, I'm home, but like so many people went to quarantine elsewhere. Yeah, I just was so scared of being, because my roommate is a little bit older than me and she's in a, a serious committed relationship and her her family actually lives up the street from us. So I knew she was going to go with them immediately. And I just didn't want I was, this is so scary to me. It's like my worst fear. It's kind <laughs> like of. Pandemic is literally one of my worst fears. <laughs> I mean, it was never on my list of a bad fear, but like it is now. I mean. Yeah, how are you holding in there? I feel like New York, me even saying that quarantine's bad in California, I feel so selfish because I, I could never imagine the city. I feel so empathetic for you guys. No, I mean, I feel like I feel like it's the same almost in New York. Like, it's so much worse, but at the same time, like, I'm not leaving my house. So I feel like like my experience of it is probably no worse than yours or anyone else's who's alone. Like, <laughs> I, like, live alone, but, like, I'm not going out. So... Like I go out once a week for food, but yeah. like short of that, it's like, so I'm not really in the thick of it. Like I'm not really near any hospitals mm-hmm. or anything to that effect. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm like losing my voice. Other than the fact that like, you know, like I am starting to know people that know people that are now like gone. So like, that's when it starts to get scary. Like, I don't know anyone personally, but it's like, I know people that know people and I'm hearing names and I'm like, oh my God, like, I think I actually did know that person. So like, that's kind of scary. Yeah, I actually know tons of people who've gotten it, which is super really? crazy. Yeah, it, actually one of my friends in New York, and she documented the whole process. Thankfully, everyone that I've known so far who's gotten it, even the young people have been fine, thankfully. So, yeah, I just don't really... The only thing that freaks me out is I don't like the Disneyland lines for the grocery stores. It gives me so much anxiety. I hate... I'm like, stop, make it stop. <laughs> I hate yeah, lines. I haven't had that yet because like the grocery store I go to I go right when it opens I I, I don't know why Mm -hmm. but it's like a smaller grocery store but you uh, for some reason there's been no line outside yet and like there are people inside but it's not as busy but there are still people right near you at times and that's what freaks me out I'm just like do you have to walk down this aisle there's like 12 aisles here why are you picking this one I doubt there's someone in the next aisle like what are you doing I think that personal space now is something that we're so much more aware of because I feel you when I was at the post office the other day, this lady literally came like right next to me and I, and she was actually older women with no mask, no gloves. And in my head, I was thinking, I'm the person wearing the mask to protect you. And you're standing right next to me <laughs> and you yeah. have, oh, and like the mail guy, I mean, the mailman, the mailman was about to tell her like, Hey, there's a little lines because we have to follow procedure. <laughs> she started apologizing. I was like, no, it's fine. I want to protect you. Not, you know, I'm not so much worried about myself. I'm perfectly fine. I think, but, uh, yeah. I'm, Very I'm just like such a hugger. Like I like hug people. So like, that's, what's going to depress me. Like when this is over, like, and we're out having drinks I and like, I can't hug you. Hello. You're supposed to sit. I mean, until it like really shakes out. Like, I think I'm going to be even more depressed then. It's going to, it's going to, I'm yeah. I think that right now I'm living in this bubble of, because I lost everything. If I'm going to be completely honest, I, I do, I'm a model and actress. So obviously nothing of that realm is existing or going to exist anytime soon. I work on, you know, at Sir or a nightclub on the weekend. And that is, completely and you know my nightclub was like one of the first things to go right after festival so I've been out of work since 
March and lovely me, the week before all this happened, I decided to go on a little vacation that I planned. And of then course. I vacation that Thursday, my boss is like, so the club doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> like what? So um, it's more like I'm terrified of the, like you said, it's more depressing to hear about the future because I don't want, you know, it's impossible to believe that everything's just going to snap at a finger and go back to normal. Yeah. Reality. But at the same time, I can't ever picture a different reality. So it's, I don't even like to think about it. I mean, <laughs> it is like the club gone, like gone, gone, like it's closed forever. No, but just, uh, okay. but yeah, still, but it just feels like, you know, I don't, if they're saying that festivals aren't going to exist in 2021, it couldn't have a nightclub existing by fall. So I doubt it. Yeah. So now you, where'd you move to LA from? I'm from Barstow, California. I don't know if you are familiar with Barstow or have ever driven to Vegas or... Uh... Vegas, yes. I mean, not driven, but I've been to Vegas a million times. Okay, so if you drive to Vegas, I'm from the little pit stop Barstow. Okay. And, yes, it's the... Um, we're known for... We are the creators of Del Taco. I don't know if you ever had Del Taco before. Yeah. Mm. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes, but you only have to have Barstow Del Taco because it's different than the franchise. But really? um, I okay. can... Barstow. I moved to LA about it'll be three years this fall. So not that long. I haven't been here that long, but I used to always drive back and forth my whole life, probably since I was 15, and spend weekends here and sleep on couches. But then one day I got stuck in traffic for six hours. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, rent is rent. I'm gonna go pay bills. I can't do this like drive anymore. So I mean, that's the thing, like LA traffic is so bad sometimes. Yeah. And, and the price I was paying and driving back and forth for auditions and, you know, I would book a job and then the job would be odd days and numbers and spending that time dr mostly driving was basically spending as much as rent, honestly, it was like food and gas and giving friends, you know, money to stay. So but now I'm here. I mean, so you're like, let me move to LA to follow my dreams to be an actress. Exactly. And I did it. And um, the funny thing is the place I live now, I actually used to sleep on their couch. Oh, really? Yeah, it was my sister before this. This apartment's been passed down for the last 10 years. And it's a fun fact, but my sister's friend from college lived in one of the rooms. And when I would stay, she would be like, you can come sleep on my couch. And then I would sleep on this couch and I ended up becoming friends with the girls. A long story short, I moved in. So that's <laughs> so I funny. Mm hmm. And then growing up, I read somewhere online, you were, you were a pageant girl. Yes. I, um, I was actually pretty, I, I pretty involved with a lot of things in high school. Cause I think that Barstow, I wanted to make sure that I got involved with as much as I could since it was a small town and there wasn't too much to do. I, I started pageants around 15, 16, but before pageants and mostly my, actually my whole life, I was in band. <laughs> my entire life wow. I was and yeah and uh and I also played softball for till I was about 16 so pageants didn't come around till later which is really interesting but um I like I like them I wish I could still do them now I miss them so how'd you get into that I um well there's a Miss Barstow pageant and it's a really big deal in our town. I know it probably sounds silly to a lot of people, but Miss Barstow was like the thing you won in high school. And I saw someone compete after a softball game, actually, because it was up the street. My teammates and I went and I saw this beautiful girl on stage 
and she was talking about how she was going to Miss California and like traveled the world and did all these things and like lives in LA and my ears <laughs> perked up like a dog and I was just like oh I have to be on that stage I have to win I'm gonna do exactly what she did so then I did that's, it <laughs> wow that's awesome and then so you moved to California like three years ago and then how did you get this job like when did you start working at Sir? I started working at Sir a week before filming or like a week and a half before filming so it was very um chaotic I wasn't planning on filming because I didn't really know about it too much I haven't had cable in a, quite a few years so when I got the job and then Lisa basically asked me hey we want you on the show I was like yeah and then then it just ha I didn't know it was gonna happen that quick and then it just boom happened so it was crazy <laughs> okay so now let's slow it down because I have so many questions just based on all that so okay. <laughs> I, I have a strange mind I like to and like the viewers, the listeners like to hear this type of stuff too. So like you truly were applying just for like a server job, like any other, like you were applying all over at restaurants, like whatever ad you answered or whatever job, it had nothing to do with the show. It was like tr a true, like, yeah, a friend, job. yeah, a friend was like, Hey, I know some places like, you know, just that's kind of how LA works. I feel like in our industry, you, a friend of a friend called you and then they, you know, they're like, Hey, I have someone that has, this opportunity you should go and then I was like they messaged me and they told me it was sir and I was like oh that's weird you know I've never think about sir I really I don't really go to West Hollywood a lot and um and like growing up in Southern California I remember going to Villa Blanca really back in the day because of you know like Beverly Hills Rodeo Drive was the thing to do when you're 13 and yeah but I've never actually went to like really had any reason to go to sir and pump or anything and then so when they told me about it, I was like, well, let's just check it out. And then I went and I met Natalie and Lisa. And then they were like, we like you. Let's do this. And then I did it. And then they were like, what about this show? And I just, I was just like, you know what? I, I have a habit of saying no to things a lot that I'm scared of. And reality TV is one of them. And I've said no to things a lot. So when she asked me, Lisa's very, um, a little intimidating. So I couldn't say no to Lisa Vanderpump. It's not very heard of. So when I called my, I actually told her, I was like, let me think about it. And I called my mom and she just was like, you don't say no to her. And my friends were like, what are you doing? Like they love that love, like Beverly Hills Housewives. Like, you just said, you don't know to Lisa Vanderpump. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this world is. I'm scared of it. So. That's so funny. So like you didn't watch, so like you never watched Vanderpump Rules or Beverly Hills Housewives before. I watched, I, I, I think I briefly saw a few episodes the first season of Vanderpump, but I was, you know, this show has been going on for how long? This is like the eighth year. Yeah. So I was, you know, like 14, 15 almost when this was going on. Right. I was kind of like young and didn't like, you know, my mom watched, of course, OC Housewives and everything. So I would tune in, but it wasn't nothing that I, could be like when people ask me now I'm like oh no I don't know anything about these people on Vanderpump Rules I just know their names who they used to date and that's kind of it so interesting and like you didn't know anyone that worked there but when you like got hooked up with this connection no, interesting interesting I didn't know one person which was very hard because like I said I started filming and I was trying to basically get the entire you know any restaurant job 
you can just kind of you have to fill it out. People have been there for years. People have you know seniority. They have like you know it's just like a restaurant world. And when I started, I was trying to make an entire staff at Sir like me, and then I was getting thrown into filming and making an entire cast like me. So having two groups of people trying to balance them and make everyone you know get to know you and like you was definitely challenging. And I don't I, think I succeeded that much. But, but now well, I have that sir, and I love them, the girls that are on TV. So well, we're gonna get into that too. So now when Lisa called you to say, like, you know, you got the job, but by the way, we think we are great for this too. I mean, and you're like, let me think about it. Let me call my mother. Was she like, what? Like, was she shocked? Like, you know, you weren't jumping at the chance to be on Vanderpump Rolls. Yeah, Lisa said something to me that day that really stuck with me. She just said that, you know, I think that you should take some opportunities when they're like handed to you and I'm giving you one. And it, like I said, I'm an actress. So this is like a very different world for me. And I knew what reality TV consisted of, but I also knew that Vanderpump Rules wasn't necessarily like a dating show. You know, it has a different, you know, different, how do I say it? Hmm. A different category. You know, it's like, it's not me just doing something to find like my love of my life. <laughs> it's like an actual right. TV show. So she's, and when I talked to the producers, you know, they basically were like, this is going to be the gist of it. And you get to just be yourself. So I was like, if I don't have to date anyone and I could just be myself and show people who I am, then this, like, why not? Like, how else is anyone going to get to know me in the world, you know? So. And it's like, you're working there anyway. So it's the same job, whether you were on this show or not. Mm -hmm. But that's so interesting. Cause you know, a lot of people, I mean, do you feel the same way about your other four newbies, Max, Brett, Dana, I mean, and Danica, like, do you think they were there for the, you know, do you think they were like you or do you think they came looking for a show? Well, I think they all, if I'm not mistaken, they all worked there for like a little bit. Right, right. And... I think that sometimes, like when Lisa told me, when you have an opportunity and someone's like, hey, do you want, like, this is here, a lot of people would have it, do you want to take it, you're just, I think my the, my fellow castmates, the same word like me, were like, fuck it, we have, what, what do we have to lose, and this sounds fun, and let's see what happens, and I think that all of them kind of had that same mind state, if I'm not, I feel like they did, and then I just like, you know... And like once we're in this world, I feel like now we're like, holy shit, <laughs> what do we get ourselves into? <laughs> we talk, I feel like I had, a, I think, a conversation with Brett after a whole date thing at work. And I was just like, you know, now looking from a year from now, our, our relationship has changed so much. And like, he's like, yeah, I'm like, who would have known we'd be dealing with so much shit? <laughs> when we first started, we were so happy and bubbly. And now it's like, oh, it's so stressful. <laughs> There's a lot. I mean, so when you started working there, what was more stressful, like the actual job, like getting trained to be a server at Sir, or the fact that there were cameras on you and you had a talk? I think that I don't mind. So hard work for me. And I've been in the restaurant industry since I was 14, 15. So like, this is a piece of cake. And it was more like me training and having a camera right here. And I'm like, Oh, this is a lot like I'm still trying to get a menu down. And then you're asking me questions on camera that are going to make me look stupid because I don't have an answer for it. It's like my sixth day here. How am I supposed to know? You know, cause I only work at Sir during the week 
because I work at the club on the weekend. So it's okay. like I work there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday or Monday, Wednesdays. So I'm like, I'm not trained every day or like where people are working five days a week here, you know, give me a little, <laughs> give me a little break. So it was, that was the hard part. Just having the cameras follow me while I train. Cause I felt like it made me take longer because I was so nervous and not right. really information. So. And who was the main person who trained you? Was it, was it Sheena or was it like other people who worked there? Uh, that were not even on the show. Other people who worked there definitely trained me because, like I said, they we all have different filming days. And uh, m one of the rules is that you have to train more off-camera than on-camera because it doesn't count, which is totally fine. So off-camera, I got to train with a few girls, and I actually really like them. I have a few friends at Sir that I really enjoy, and I've had the same schedule for almost a year now, so it's kind of nice. I have, like, my groove. So That's good. <laughs> That's good really nice like the sir staff that's not on tv are really nice people once you get to know them but of course there's a random new girl and now she's on the show it's gonna be really hard to you know i feel like they've seen a lot of girls like me come around if well, I, you know what i'm saying so well that was kind of like my next question like was there like jealousy like well we've worked here for four years like why aren't we on the show like do the people who are not on the show want to be on the show and they're like well, who the hell are you that you get hired here and you're on the show all within a day? That's basically what happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I even felt like my even my new cast members, which is totally understandable because they've been working there for so long. They they have friends there and I'm sure they both, you know, auditioned for the same, so to say, like show together. And it's like, well, this girl is my real friend and I've been friends with her for X amount of years and she's been working at Sir. So why is there some, like you said, some new girl who starts and then she gets offered the show like we've been working here. So like I understood, like I can I'm a very person to take my things like myself out of things and not be very affected by them. Right. So, okay, I understand, you know, but also I didn't ask for anything. So for right. to be mistreated or like even by the castmates and like, hey, I I really didn't ask for this. It was something that someone presented and I thought it was fun and I didn't know it was Game of Thrones, you know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, didn't know. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. I wonder how many people, like, your situation aside, like, go there to eventually get on the show. I mean, if you're going to, it's between taking a job at Sir. I mean, despite the fact that it's a popular restaurant and, like, their tips are good. Mm -hmm. I wonder, you know, if you have a choice between Sir not to be on the show with the chance that maybe you'll be on the show in four years, I would assume you would want to work there versus a lot of other places. If Like, I think a lot of people would probably go there for that maybe in a few years. Yeah, I've, I've heard managers say things about that or like a girl has quit because she thought, you know, when the show ends, like a lot of people quit because they think that they're going to get on it. But, you know, I think that in life, you get the opportunities you're meant to have and things happen for a reason. And even now, I, I almost quit five times during filming because it was so stressful for me and so scary and intimidating. So, you know, it's kind of like a world of, like, yes, be careful what you wish for, but you can't really, it is what it is. You know, I also wish I booked other things that I never booked in a friend book, but I can't, I can't, right. really, you know, and Pat right. learned one thing, which was super cool. It was, um, different crown, different girl, like different night, different girl, because on a Monday, a girl could win a pageant and on a Tuesday, she could be having a bad day. And it's not like her fault. It's just same preparation, same everything. It's just... It's this time of frame, the day it landed, the time it happened. So that's good. I mean, and that's true with acting too, which is like the right, 
you know, like if you didn't get the part, it's like you weren't really ever meant to get it, so to speak. Yeah, it's a real thing. I watch stuff now or I'll see commercials and I'm like, no wonder why. <laughs> yeah, that's like nothing. I look nothing like their vision, you know? Right. But, right. Um, so that's a good attitude to have. Yeah. I feel like in LA, you have to just see the positive and the silver lining in every situation. Because if not, the shit will tear you up. <laughs> Otherwise, you go crazy. Yeah. Even New York is way more cutthroat. You know, you have to really just see the positive and as much as you can seriously now for based on like the new group so max works at tom tom but when you started working there like did you work not for the show but just in real life with like brett or dana or danica or like your schedules were just for like a real actual job like never really corresponded um no i actually work with brett like quite a few times um I think Dana works on the weekends, if I'm not mistaken. And Danica, yeah, she's my manager a lot. I actually love working with Danica because her and I kind of work the same. We're just very fast. We're just get the job done. We handle it. We go. So it's a very good environment. And it's good because when I mess up, it's not as scary to go to my friends sometimes. <laughs> as in the other managers, it kind of scared me. But uh, so she's kind of nice to work with. And she's your direct manager now. Yeah, so it's very nice to have her. But she has yelled at me before, so don't get me wrong. Like, even though she's my friend, she still has made, like, authority moves on me. <laughs> and what is it with Danica? Because she is just coming down hard on both Max and Brett. I mean, at least where we are right now in the show. Yeah, I think that Danica is a very strong and is someone a little bit like me where we just say things without really thinking of the precautions, you know, of what we're about to say. But I think, you know, I always love that about Danica, that she's kind of crazy and very aggressive and doesn't care because I admire that in people. But yeah, she, uh, I feel like someone's going to end up going off on Max. It was just a matter of time, you know, and I also went off on Brett, but that wasn't seen. I like had a whole other like fighting scene with Brett where like I was screaming at him at Sir because I was so upset with him. So I think that that didn't get seen either. That might have helped Danica a little bit. So it didn't look like she was just bashing on two guys. I think there was a lot of little things that added up to all those events happening. And what was your fight with Brett over? Um, after our whole date thing and then the whole Sheena thing, and he basically was, you know, putting on this facade that everything was okay. And then was like ignoring me at it. Cause like, I really thought Brett was my friend. We were signed to the same modeling agency and I didn't find that out. So literally we're filming and he's like, Oh, like we should change Instagram. So I'm like, Oh, you're signed with Bella. He's like, you're signed with Bella. And I'm like, yeah, like, we should be friends. And we're going to do this TV show together. Like we should connect and be strong and not have to date in A, B and C. And so when he like asked me out on a date and I knew what I was like, what's like Sheena and stuff. I was just, so mad about it because I knew what was going to come, what was going to come about it, basically. But, um... Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. So we were at Tom's party and I said hi to him and he basically, 
I mean, he says he didn't. And I might have been drinking, and I didn't wasn't mic'd up that day because I was late, and which has happened a lot. That's why I'm not in a lot of scenes. Because, oh, really? So? Oh my God, this is like production literally started giving me, which is not good. I'm not saying it's good. It's terrible. It's a bad habit I have. But um, like production started giving me like 30 minutes. 30 minute earlier call times just so oh really yeah because it was like at tom's birthday i was so late that they were like we can't mic you up now like we're starting the walk-ins and i was just like okay there's been a quite a few scenes that's wow but um yeah he like i heard him when i said hi basically just tell me to fuck off and then he unfollowed me on instagram that like same night and i just was like whoa if we basically squash the sheena beef why are you like you know unfollowing people on instagram and blocking them nowadays is a it's a message it's not like kind of yeah it's so dumb and i know that's a silly world we live in but i was just like don't smile at me while we work at sir and then be talking behind my back and then unfollow me and then tell everyone you kind of like don't fuck with me but then you're not saying anything to me so then I like screamed at him <laughs> and then like, I was like mad with the whole Sheena thing. I even like kind of got mad at Sheena while they were talking. I was just like, you know, I can smell shit from a mile away. It's like word for word and I can smell your shit, Brett. So, and I looked at Sheena and I was like, you'll see. Like, oh, I'm like, you know what? Cause I can pretty much read people and I'm just like, mm, I know what kind of person you are. So I'm just not gonna fuck with it. <laughs> There was no love match between you and Brad. No, I, that's the thing. I was actually more mad, I think, because I was, I've been in, I was in a relationship for two and a half years right before that. And I was so single and was so irritated that just because someone is attractive or good looking by book that I had to like them. And I was just looking at people like, you don't, if you saw my list of lineup of guys, you would be so confused one. And two, I, I know it's, so cheesy but legit I look for personality and charisma and character and if I don't connect with you like that I can't even make out with you that's just <laughs> I just can't I'm like oh no stop well <laughs> I would make out with Brent if you do not want to I uh, you sound like one of my Thea's in Barstow one of my Thea's was like I can't believe you didn't kiss those ass and I'm like okay you guys can have him I'll bring him to you <laughs> Did you get a lot of, like, DMs online being like, what? Like, how are you not into this? Yes. I mean, I had a lot. I mean, I get mean stuff, crazy stuff, all these. But I remember this few people commenting on my photos like, you don't deserve Brett. <laughs> Just like, maybe I don't. You know, maybe right. I don't. Maybe I'm not ready for someone like Brett. And that's okay. But I'm just not there yet. How do you handle, like, all of that? Because, like, it's all new to you. You know, like, we're only, like, you know, however many episodes in. Um, I mean, there's been a lot, but it's not like you've been doing this for years. So, like, how do you handle, like, you know, because I get a lot of, like, hate DMs, too, and, like, all that. So how do you handle all that? Well, the first week, I think, after the whole pasta thing, I, like, cried. I have really bad depression and PTSD, PTSD that I suffer with that a lot of people don't know. So at first it was very, um, it was a lot for me. I, I will be completely honest. I, I've dealt with mean things, especially with pageants. You know, there was, back in the day, there was boards that would talk about you. But the kind of hate I was getting from Vanderpump was so defeating that even I started believing the stuff, you know, that, you know, which is really sad. And thankfully I have really good family and a great boyfriend now and great friend group of people that, 
help me through these things and and a, and a therapist. <laughs> Really I mean, who, who in New York and LA doesn't have a therapist, you know? Right. I'm like, she freaking made a lot of money off me during the season of Vanderpump Rules. Let me tell I looked at my bill this year and I was like, holy shit. Like, That's how, how this my money went to therapy. Um, but it was, and like, you know, I got pasta shamed. And I, I when that happened, I already knew it was going to I just, I already knew when it came out of my mouth, I was like, there you go, Charlie, fucking word vomiting, saying shit. And I was just like, it, I was like, it's going to keep going. And like, even before the show aired, that's why like Brett was asking me about it. Cause the whole thing started was because working out, sir, you had to try food and I refused. And I'm like, I'm not eating any of that. You know, I've never even had red meat before. So I'm so picky. And, um, it was, like I said, a lot. And then through it, I kind of got stronger. And now I have really nice people that are starting to come around. And at the end of the day, you know, sounds cliche again, but haters are haters. And totally. one day, I always say this, that people will come around when they see who you really are, and then they'll feel stupid for being mean to you. So. And is that what you got the most hate about, about saying that you don't eat pasta? Yes. Oh my, I, you know, I get it. And I feel, and again, I apologize to everyone in the sense that it was very insensitive the way I said it, but it's not how I meant it. Well, so, I don't even understand, like, why, what's the hate from? Like, what, like, oh, I don't want to get heavy? Like, is that what the hate is? Like, I, I didn't even understand. I mean, I understood what you said. I don't think that anyone else knows why they hate me for it either, because the yeah. comments are very, and I think it's more... You know, in high school, no one likes the new girl. And especially it's the new... Like, I could have probably, honestly... This is the way I looked at it, and this is what helped me. I could have went on Sir and said that I love pasta, but I'm scared to try it. And people still would have found... Like, I could have worn a blue shirt and said I love the color blue and the world we live in. Someone's going to be like, well, red's the best color. And you're like, well, I just like blue. And they're like, well, you're bad because you're not wearing red. That's just... That's just our world right now. So you just have no to- No matter what you do, you can't win. Nothing. And like, not. not, we'll even say, well, it's because you're on a reality show. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like literally, no matter what you do, you don't even have to be famous, but you could be doing something for yourself, even on social media. And people are, will still find a way to tear you down because they don't like themselves. Because, you know, if you really think about it, people who comment mean things on people's photos, like if you would never do that, then you know that someone that's doing that isn't normal, you know? Yeah, you yeah. Know? So if, if you like yourself and you're happy, you're not doing that. There's just, exactly. you're not. It's it's only if you feel inadequate. Like, whatever they're commenting on, they feel inadequate in their own life. Exactly, and I don't, and I just had to come around that. And actually, reading a lot of, I started, you know, my sister was like, why don't you go see how other Bravo celebs are dealing with it, or if anyone else has hate, or, and see what they say, and see... And I saw an article about my sister sent it to me, um, Bronwyn from yeah. and she posted how she was losing hair and all of this stuff and how like what the, the hate comments were doing to her and how she's overcoming it. And honestly that she's really, and I don't know her and I've, I've found her through all these articles of being nosy. And I watch OC housewives because I have no time <laughs> to do anything. So I watched it all right now during quarantine. And, um, I was just, blown away that people could be mean to her because she's so awesome and she's yeah herself and I was just like she's being herself and people are still being mean to her so no matter what I do like I said people are still gonna find a way to hate me but you know I'm still gonna be on tv and then they don't have to watch but they're still gonna watch anyway so 
That's good that you realize that now, because I think it takes some people forever to realize that. Yeah, I said it's. I'm sure you deal with it. It's a constant battle. It's definitely nothing easy. And I, it's, yeah. I mean, I got something yesterday, and and like when people find my mom's Instagram and comment mean things and like say she's a bad mother because she didn't feed me spaghetti, and it's like no one knows me. No one knows my story. I was very, and this is my regret, very surface level when I filmed Vanderpump because I was so scared and it was such a new world, and I was afraid. That if I showed who I was, people were going to be really mean to me. And then I found out they were going to be mean to me either way. So now I'm just in this world that I'm ready. If we start filming again and dealing with it better, I just, you know, leave my mom alone. Right, seriously. (laughs) She's a good parent. that She didn't force me to eat food that I didn't like. Like, that's awesome. Well, what does she think? Because she was, like you said, she watched like Vanderpump and the OC Housewives. and So she just like, "Uh, my daughter's on Bravo. Like, how did this happen? Yeah, I think it was more all my cousins and my Thea's and everyone that, you know, they they were the ones that were more like, what the heck? And you can't. And, and actually, one of my auntie Sandra's passed right in the middle of my filming. And I remember she was she called me and she gave me a bunch of tips. And she was like, don't let this person do this to you. And she was giving me all these like, this is this this drama and this is this drama and don't do this this person and so I think it was more my my extended family who was excited my immediate family was they knew I was going to be on tv somehow they just didn't know where it was going to be so <laughs> and then like did you know anyone like of the, you didn't know any of the originals because you didn't watch the show like you didn't know anything about like Stassi dated Jax like you didn't know any of this backstory like I Kristen know- slept with Jax and she was with Tom and now Tom's with her like you knew none of this so I went to my whole army of girlfriends and gays, my favorite, and I was like, guys need to tell me, one of my uh, my bartender friends, Rob, who works at the Abbey, love him, but um, he obviously has been working at the Abbey for a while, and next to Sir has been watching the show, so he knows all the drama, and he just gave me a brief rundown, and so did my roommate, because she also loves any TV, especially reality TV, so basically they gave me all these bullet points, kind of told me a gist of everything but there's still moments when I would be at filming and I, I remember saying out loud like like why would you even be mad at that and one of the OGs would like snap at me and be like you don't know like there's history and I'm just like you know you're right I don't know but from a perspective this is a little crazy <laughs> I don't really get it so was there a lot of like not even hazing but like was there a lot of like the OGs kind of stuck together Oh, yeah. I mean, I honestly think that's evident in the show. I think that for us this season, I wish that I wish that they forced us together the way OC Housewives forced the new people with, like, Vicky and Tamara, even though, like, Vicky was freaking out, you know? But I could honestly, I was telling my friend the other day that everyone's acting very season eight Vicky right now. Like, they're like, this is my show. This is this. This is mine. Like, I don't want to film with this person. And, like, I think that hurt us because it feels like it's a separate show, but also I've, you know, I've tried with these people. I've, I've gone up to them and say hi. And when you go up to someone two or three times and they don't even acknowledge you, let alone put their hand out or turn their backs to you, it's kind of like, oh, okay, you're not going to try anymore. You know, and then you see them talking to other people. They'll, they'll talk to Dana, they'll talk to Brett, they'll talk to Max, but they refuse to even act like I'm a human if I'm filming with them. So it was defeating. Like, I'm not going to even lie. It's just, I've never, ever in my life 
never not made a friend anywhere I go. Even when mm-hmm. I travel to Thailand. Like I still have friends in Thailand that I, you know, that I can talk to anyone off the street. And so when they wouldn't even speak to me, it was very like, oh shit, well, what did I do? You know, like, is there something wrong with me? Is like, I smell, <laughs> just tell me. <laughs> and you got that, like the other new people on the show didn't get that just because they worked at Sir for yeah, a while. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, and I think that like, you know, Max had a relationship. Boys kind of get easier, like boys get along easier than girls. I feel like Brett was very easy to get in. And like Danica worked there for, you know, four years. So she knew people at parties and Dana knew, like, you know, worked there for over a year. So she knew people, but like, I would walk, I would literally show up alone, walk in and it'd be a room full of strangers and only one or two of them would probably say hi to me. If that, and it would who, I would sit who, in the corner. Who was the worst offender of that? That just would like turn, they would like literally turn their back on you or you'd say hi and they would just literally stand there and turn away. All of them besides. Ariana, Tom and Tom, and Sheena. So those four were nice. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else was like, yeah. Stassi. Mm-mm. I don't think I think I saw I said hi to Stassi once at their our premiere party because I felt like she had to because everyone was outside and she didn't want to look bad. So but it was like a quick hi and then you oh, said, I even like hi Charlie, which like okay, and then just walked past me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and you've said hi to her on other occasions where she just yeah the uh, Ari- uh um whose party was it? ariana's i was so excited i was like i'm gonna go into this positive i'm gonna meet everyone and i actually went up to lala and she was like oh hey like she, she was like nice and like just said hi to me and i thought i was like oh this is like a I was like this person said hi to me okay cool and then i got into the party after we walk past the cameras and I try to go up to individuals and say, Hey, like I'm Charlie, I'm new. Like, I would love to meet you. Like, let's take a shot. Let's have a drink. I'm so excited to be here. And I remember going up to like group of the women and it was so embarrassing because <laughs> I literally, like, I remember being at the bar and I went up to, I don't really want to name them. They feel bad. But, um, and I went up to them and I said, hi, like I'm Charlie. And they just looked at me and turned their head. And I just, I, you know, it's, it's hard it's really hard because you feel like you don't want to go try again you know and then I do try again because I'm like okay we're filming I understand they feel weird and then you try again and then it doesn't happen and like I said they they talk to the other cast but won't talk to you so you're just like oh it's you just don't like me for whatever reason and Lala was the same way like even though she talked to you on camera yeah she talked she didn't talk she actually talked to me off camera for two seconds but that was the only two seconds i've ever like really had a conversation with her and then so like yeah when we got invited to katie's house i was i thought it was a turnaround moment that finally we're gonna you know and i thought that it was a really nice scene and we were gonna submerge together and kind of start you know getting involved with one another and that was it like that was the most i ever saw of it and that's it. Like that wasn't, we didn't really have really any, any deep conversations that day. It was very surface level as if it was just for filming purposes. Like Katie didn't really want us at her house. Like I brought everyone gifts because I just didn't know how to like, literally I tried to do anything to win these people over. Like I brought them gifts. I brought alcohol. Like I try to show, you know, be respectful, polite, anything. I even try to dress down, like you not even have like my boobs out just so that they felt comfortable around me. And then it didn't work. So after that, I was like, fuck it. And I'm like, like, oh, I don't talk to me. I'm still going to be here at filming, but who cares? 
And Katie, what, like, she didn't want people there, but it was a film scene, so she had no choice, and then the scene That's was right. over. Mm-hmm. And so, then you weren't talked to. Say hi to me the next time we're filming. You guys all act like I don't exist, so obviously you never even wanted me around. So don't, like, you know, don't. I don't like to do things for cameras, and I will never do things just to, like, get some attention. That's just not who I am, even though that might seem different because I'm on a reality show. But, like, I'm not going to force fake be friends with someone or be fake on camera just so that there's camera time with me. I'm okay. And even Kristen, it seems like she would be a little nicer now. Uh, no. I mean, she wasn't at the house. Yeah, I didn't. I I just found out, like, two days ago, Kristen hates me. I didn't, I had no idea. Like, Kristen liked me at the end of the season because everyone basically banished her and, like, like, be gone, Kristen. And I'm just, again, I'm not going to work like that if I don't have issues with anyone. I'm not a follower and I'm not like, I'm not going to jump on the, like we hate people train. And so I hung out, I went to her James Mays, May, I don't know the pronunciation of it, but, um, and like we followed each other. I thought it was cool. And then last week on Sheena's podcast and Sheena kind of gave me a fair warning and was just like, Hey, I just want you to know before this comes out, like Kristen went on a rant about you. And then when it came out, I was just like so confused because someone who's so much older than me, the way they've been to call me immature and all these words, but to handle the things they've handled things. I'm like, who, <laughs> who's the adult here? Cause I've never, that- you know, even when they, you know, they went on Twitter rants or made comments about me or even went on interviews prior to the show coming out and basically bashing me before right. I I have to, re- I haven't read, like, I really don't know. I haven't read any of these. I know Krista was on Sheena's podcast, but I didn't listen yet. Yeah, so it was, you know, and I, you know, at the end of the day, and I get it, it's their show, and I understand, but, you know, I'm just a 20, I was 24 at the time, just turned 25, it was like a young girl that wanted an opportunity, who's trying to make a good life for herself, and, you know, all these people are so much older than me, or like quarter of my age, like, Jax could be my dad, you know, like, literally, he could be my dad. Yes. So... For them to treat me like this when all I was trying to do is make an opportunity for myself when they've been in my spot, you know, broke in L.A., trying to chase, you know, a pipe dream, you know, for them to treat me like that and basically bash my opportunity before it was even given to me. I just was like, I'm not going to. You guys can just say whatever you want about me. I'm just over it. What did Kristen say on Sheena's podcast? Like, why? Why? Like, you know, what I mean, what was the what was her point of hating you? I guess she said that in my Bravo Daily Dish when I said that me, Sheena Raquel had the best hair and makeup and had the best styling and were the cutest. She took offense to that. But like, not to be rude, I don't listen to anyone's Daily Dish but my own. And you took offense to that. That's your own personal problem. That it was not an attack towards Kristen, not an attack towards anyone. I just made a statement because that's how I felt. And if you felt otherwise then feel otherwise, but you don't have to go on a rant about how much you hate someone, how much you don't think that they should be on the show and how they have to basically prove to Kristen that I should be on Vanderpump rules. But like, I'm so confused because you don't even like work at Sir. Yeah. So, and, and you know, and when everyone was mean to you, it wasn't mean to you. So it's, you know, it kind of hurt my feelings, but again, I'm just, if a 40-year-old is talking about a 25-year-old, if you look at it from the bigger perspective, they're all about over the age of 30. If you guys are the ones going on social media 
or a podcast and talking about me in a negative way and I've never responded, then I think it's a bigger judgment on you guys than it is me. Yeah. And people like to your point who aren't broke anymore, you know what I mean? So it's like yeah, you like, were broke and you're not now. So like be so thankful that you're not. And like, you understand how it is for someone like me. Like I, like you guys have been in my position before. And like, imagine if you were trying to do this and all these 40 year olds were telling you how much you sucked and how you didn't deserve to be there. And you're just literally just working at sir, minding your business. Like that's all you're doing. What is Stassi said about you in blogs and stuff online? Um, she basically said, I'm a mini Sheena and I have nothing more to me than selfies. And she's looked at my Instagram and she's not interested in me. But again, like if my thing, is, if you really don't like people and you don't care about them, then don't look at their Instagram. And then yeah. she, all I do is take selfies. But if I recall, you know, I've seen her, her friends, people on the cast besides Sheena take pictures in thong bikinis or take pictures of their butts. And we shouldn't shame anyone's body, skinny, not skinny, round, square, triangle, you know, whatever sexuality, like we shouldn't make comments. And so in my mind, it's like, oh, so I can't express myself. Like I can't love my body because of the way it looks, but you guys are all out too. It's only okay for Katie Maloney to post, you know, a photo or a video of her butt. But if I do, I'm, you know, thirsty or ratchet. Like what kind of double standard is that? It's silly. That's at least you have this good attitude of like not letting it bother you. And even like Raquel, Raquel wasn't any nicer or like Brittany or I mean, did you not have anything to do with Brittany really? You just I never really didn't her. talk to Brittany because sorry. Also, sorry if I ever talked to you. I feel like the audio goes in and out a little bit on my half. So a I little bit, but you're, it's like Skype. I wish we were doing this live. Trust me, but okay. no, you're I'm fine. So I'm like, I'm no, no, no. About that. So apologize. You're better than a lot. Trust me. Okay, good. Um, I didn't really talk to Brittany. I don't think Brittany wanted to talk to me either because she, I feel like it's someone that isn't like not going to stand up. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Her husband like sat there and talked about me on Twitter. And I, I don't think Brittany is the one to obviously make him stop his behavior. So I didn't expect her to be my friend. She would say hi to me casually, but she never, like, it was a never, I think I only, I said hi to her, and I, like, again, I tried, like, it was basically me trying to, like, open up conversations, and I saw her in the bathroom, and I was like, hey, I just want to tell you that, like, I know I don't really know you guys, but your wedding was beautiful from what I've seen, I loved your dress, and this is really how I felt, I thought it was a beautiful wedding, and it was just, like, I think that it was, like, a little bit, like, oh, she's like, oh, that's kind of, like, we had a conversation, and then, an OG, another one appeared and it was like, oh, we can't talk to Charlie. It's like not allowed type deal. It's kind of like when you go to the lunchroom and if you get, get like caught talking to the weird new girl, it's like everyone's not going to like you either. So you don't want to talk to her. So she was nice to you until like another OG walked in and then she. Yeah. Or if like another person was around and was like, oh, like we don't talk to Charlie. Like Charlie's like, we don't, she's non-existent. It's like, okay. <laughs> what did Jack say about you on social media? Oh, I don't know. He, like, I don't have Twitter, and I was actually filming my interviews with <laughs> Evolution when it happened, and he was, like, tagging them, and my phone was going off, like, what is, and he basically said that, like, 
I honestly didn't read them. He has, also has me blocked on everything. So it's very weird that someone talks about a 24-year-old girl and blocks all of them when I didn't even know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so he basically was, like, calling me, like, an idiot and, like, all these words because he said that I, I haven't tried pasta and that, like, if him and Stassi were there, they would have said something to me. And I'm just, like, you know, like, Jax... Just like go, like go to sleep. Like you're fighting air right now. I don't have a Twitter. You could be my dad. And this is re- like really weird that you're like sitting at, at like your house with your wife next to you in bed at ten o'clock at night. You know, tweeting about Charlie Burnett. Like that's weird. And then everyone else tuned like tuned in and basically made it like a let's slander Charlie's name for fun. And then they did it. So. And I mean, does like does Dana and Danica? join in on this or no they stay out of it um they feel like they stay out of it yeah I feel like they I mean Dana's more accepted than Danica and I but I feel like Danica has to deal with a little bit of similars like me but like I said she knows you know they invite a lot of other people who've been going to certain things for a while and like where she knows them so I feel like she's as less intimidated or not as easily as attacked as I am because gee I can be attacked because Sorry, I'm like not making sense, but she can, she doesn't, she knew people at the party. So I feel like if them, if they attacked her, they would be also losing friends. But as me, I didn't have anyone. So there was nothing else to lose, you know? And Raquel, you said it was somewhat nicer. Was that what you were starting to say? I actually thought, you know, I hung out with Raquel and James, but like, they're like, you know, a couple. (laughs) It's like so long during the party because they're wheel and they don't like, you know, they don't really drink that much. But I hung out with Raquel probably mostly during filming and we would just sit there and stare at people <laughs> she so, seems nice yeah and i yeah raquel's cool but like i but she also like when she leaves she leaves with her boyfriend like they're not waiting like you know they're not hanging out with me they're hanging out as a couple right so and then did you see this stuff that was about you online that i guess because you did in the after show you said something about like dana was thirsty did you see all this i saw one thing this morning and that's like when i saw it yeah, I, uh, because someone was, like, tagging me, um, one, I was wasted at that after show. It happened. I, no, it doesn't, I'm like, I was so, I, <laughs> wasted, and, like, I don't even know who let me do that after show, and, yeah, Cena and I squashed our beef, we had a little bit of a tiff after filming, but, um, you know, that's not nice to say. But I did, I know that was my opinion at the time. And I was also irritated with the whole Brett and Dana situation because it just seemed like, you know, Brett was just going around asking out anyone. And that made me feel like, dude, did you even, like, even if you didn't like me after, it's still just like, was I just a number to you? Or were you genuinely trying to get to know me? Because what it seemed like is that I was a number. And that's right. So, and I'm not saying that anyone, like, whether they look like, or what, how they dress is whether they determined to be dated, but it was just like from Sheena to me to Dana. And then we were hearing that he was hooking up with other people's friends outside of the group and like leaving filming to go with so-and-so. And it's just like, okay, dude, I'm so glad I dodged a bullet. And like, let's just stay friends. Right. Cause he doesn't seem like he's ready to settle down just yet. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I'm just being know. politically correct. Yeah. I feel like I always see his posts and he's always like wants to obey everyone calls him BAE but uh yeah just not me so <laughs> but yeah I didn't 
I was so drunk in that interview, and I think I was just had a lot going on, and we all were in situations where we had little tiffs with each other. So I think that just kind of came out. But so did you did you get any advice from Lisa, like as far as the show, like not working there? You know, she's like, you need to be trained because this is a real job and this is my real restaurant. But like, did she give you any other than like, don't you know, turn down an opportunity when it comes to you? Like, was she like, this is what you could expect? This is how your life, like your life might change. Like this could be huge, like anything like that. She did say some things along the lines of that, but I didn't really listen. Cause I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone says, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going big. But she did say, I, re- I remember when I was almost ready to quit. I was ready to put Sarah, I was ready to quit everything. And she had a really intense conversation with me while the cameras were going. That's probably it's not going to be aired. Cause she looked at me and was like, I don't give a fuck about these cameras. Like, I asked you to work here. I asked you to be on the show. I don't care what other people think. They don't have to like you. I do. Something, it wasn't word for word, but it was something around that nature. And I was just like, went to my shift and I was just said to myself, I'm going to stay on the show. I'm going to work here. These people can be bullying me. They could be mean. They could talk about me. They can, you know, I could be the worst person on the show, but I'm going to like see this through and I'm going to complete a task and I'm not going to be scared. Because you went to her saying, like, no one speaks to me and, like, I can't take this anymore. Everybody hates me. No, it was more I was getting in trouble for missing a shift. And then she was just like, how how are you doing? And I just, I kind of wear my emotions on my face a lot. And I can't, I'm very bad at lying. Like, you're just, and I just kind of looked at her like, like, I'm okay. You know, like, I tried. It doesn't really work. And that's when she was just kind of went on the rant. Like, hey, you know, and she also told me something that stuck with me that if you have something to say or you want to express an opinion, say it right before I started filming. And I don't think I did that. I really, really held back a lot this season. So do you think like, you know, if there's another season, like if you come back, would you do things totally differently? I don't know. Totally different, but I think I'd be more myself and not, I think I, like I said, it was, I didn't want to be myself because those people were being so mean to me and no one was talking to me at a party or let alone when I was serving. So I was scared to be Charlie because if they didn't even like me meeting me and I haven't said anything, what happens when I start speaking and when I start being myself and when I, you know, I loved partying. and I think next week we're going to see that a little bit. <laughs> and like, I like to get wasted and I like to have a good time. Like, that's just what I like. To, I don't have a filter. I like don't live life with filter. I don't fear anyone. Don't fear anything. I think that's how everyone should live. And so I would be, I would be more myself and be less fearless, like be less fearless because I, that's totally wrong. Be less fearful. Um, because like I said, I, I think that I would have done better if people would have known me more, but they only saw surface level and then I don't eat pasta and that doesn't really, you know, mix well with people. So, so maybe like next season we'll see more of you. Yeah. And, you'll be... and then maybe like more of my story and more of who I am. And actually, you know, I've actually never told anyone why I can't try food or why it's so scary for me. And I think that once people hear the story, they're going to, you know, realize like oh shit like it's deeper than just pasta like yeah I don't I'm not like I'm not a dumb bimbo who says mean things who thinks so highly of herself like I'm a real person I don't wear makeup I have flaws like everyone else I'm not perfect and also like I'm a broke struggling actor like you know I'm not special 
so I think I would show more of like me so maybe people would understand that well you know like this season before it started I mean even now but like before it started there was this huge not even controversy but like debate online of like maybe this should be two shows you know what I mean like Mm-hmm. you and Brett and Matt and all the new people and then have more and then have all the people that have now succeeded and are not broken starving, which they aren't. They've been on for eight years that are buying houses almost have like two different shows, which I don't think is such a bad idea. I don't think that's a bad idea either because I was telling, I think when I was talking to the producers, you know how like we're, we were starting filming pretty soon and it's going later and I, I messaged them and I said, hey, I think that God wants filming to land on my birthday so we can actually have a good time on camera like I and I get it because you know they're in a different time in their life like they're fucking you know like they're four years old they don't want the skinny girl with a boob job dancing on tables taking shots but they were those girls you know 10 yeah but to mix in it with now and they're not there anymore and they've left those old cells and now they have a group of new people who are doing (laughs) everything that they basically were doing you know, like being a little different, but, you know, still partying in LA, I think that's where, like you said, I, I think a two shows would be a smart idea because we, I couldn't party or be myself because they would all judge me if I did. So that's not fun. You know, no. like, to do that, like that's boring. You know, I think that's why a lot of the episodes are very bland and very gray because everyone was so timid and I think worried about one another and who was who and do you deserve to be here? Like, I only like you, so you can't. And it's like, no, like we should have, it really should have been the way they filmed Real Housewives. And they like forced Vicky and they forced everyone. And they were like, you guys are going to be at this table, whether you fucking like it or not. And I think that's how it should have gone. And then maybe we wouldn't even have more drama. But then, you know, we could have said something to the OG, but if, if they don't, if they won't even fairly film with you, they let alone like even talk to you, how are we going to even have a conversation or opinion? Yeah. Right, like you don't see that many scenes. We don't barely even talk together. to them. Yeah, just Dana and Max and Brett, and it's like that makes the show awkward. It really does, you know. But like, yeah. I think production knows what they're doing, and they they've been successful. But I felt like it's not even production's fault. I think that it's the cast as a whole. We should take responsibility of doing our jobs, and whether we like someone or not, we have to show up and do a job. And totally. it's what everyone got lost at, you know. Who so, are you? No, I, I, no, I. Sorry, I didn't cut you off. I, I, I would totally agree. Who are you closest to out of everyone that we see on the show in real life? Well, no one's talking to me right now, besides Sheena and Max. Not even well, Danica, mm-hmm. your manager. No. Why isn't she talking to you? <laughs> Uh, I think you guys will see. There's a bunch of drama, but uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you'll see. It's all coming up. So you said okay. who's talking to me? <laughs> I know. It, that's really exciting. So wait, so you said Max and Brett? Or no, Max yeah, and Sheena? Like, I, I don't really talk to Max. I don't even have his number, but like, we, I, we I'll send like a laugh at his, because he's funny on Instagram and he'll laugh at mine, but like, that's pretty much as much as the conversation goes. But I actually do talk to Sheena because, you know, Sheena's really nice. And she's the only person that's ever been nice to me, even though we had our whole Brett tiff. But she doesn't treat me like I'm not able to hang out or talk to her because of my age or way I look. She's the only one that's like, hey. And, like, I partied with Sheena, and I partied with Sheena still, you know? So, like, I I basically – and, like, before I used to – I hate the whole mini Sheena thing. I still hate the whole mini Sheena thing. But, like, I don't say anything because I'm like, whatever. Like, Sheena's the only one nice to me, and she's, like – 
fucking looks great for her age. So if you're telling me that like I'm the most like the nicest, best looking girl in the group, then I'd rather be the nice girl. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be her. <laughs> Sheena, I, I've like chatted to her before, like on this podcast. Sheena is seriously so down to earth. Yeah, really. I think that like you know, and that's just you know reality TV. You only see. And, like, side note, an odd thing that's, like, I secretly, like, now that I'm on a show, like, I actually do admire Stassi. Like, Stassi's someone that now I did the show, I, I watch her scenes sometimes. Like, I actually do enjoy Stassi, and I look at her as a Vanderpump role model in a sense because she's established so much for herself. She's created this great, you know, brand for herself. Yeah. And I so many things that I didn't know. And I'm like, shit, this girl works hard. And, like, kudos to her. And I can't diminish someone's accomplishments even if they don't like me or not but like i secretly admire stassi from afar because i think she's super awesome you're just afraid of her in real life yeah it's because she doesn't like me so is she is she like the most is she the one you had is she like almost like the was the hardest one to crack so to speak no i think that like stassi's the only one that's like i feel like she's come to a point of her life where she's like from what I see she's like I'm fucking 30 like I don't care like I'm like you know like her and Bo I feel like have their own thing like when that's what she... I get you know like they're just living in their own world and like have their own life and I just don't think that like why would Stassi go and get to know a 24 year old girl like she doesn't really benefit from it right. she understood her point of view who was out of Stassi Katie and Lala who was the most standoffish Katie. That's who I would have guessed. Yeah, Katie's always standoff. And she's, yeah, I'm just, I, I, like I said, I've just thrown in the towel. I'm just like, oh, girls, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, if you don't like me, great. Of Add another list, you know? You can go make a powwow and go talk about how much you hate Charlie together. And it literally, I don't care. I won't even, I, it doesn't affect me like that. So. When did you find out about season two? Do you know? No, I don't even... I mean, it's a long way off, I would think. Yeah, and because of, like, the whole... Like, everything's just basically up in the air and a mess from everyone. I feel like in my own acting world, in my modeling world, like, I lost on so many jobs this year already because of all this. So I don't think that anyone knows what's going on. But I... Like, I was talking to Lisa the other day, and I really was just saying I really, like, am praying that we go back to normal, that the people of Sir get their jobs back because... You know, we don't see people that don't, that aren't on TV that work at Sir, and they're right. struggling, and they're broke, and this is financially devastating, you know? So I really it's going to close a lot of restaurants. I mean, you know, probably not Sir, but it's going to close a lot of restaurants and a lot of clubs, so. And I hope that we come back, like I told Lisa, stronger than ever, and I hope that, like, all the fans come to Sir, and we get to see everyone. I feel like I'm missing out on that experience. I was, you know, I barely got to work about a month or two into filming. And, like, I didn't get the whole Vanderpump experience. Like, they telling me, like, and, like, you know, April, it's crazy. Like, there's so many people. It's so much fun. And then, like, May, it's crazy. And then we get into filming. So I was, like, so excited because I was, like, I know what's going to happen this year. You know, it's going to be my second year. I'm going to come in, like, fun and myself. And then this happened. And it's just, like. and like the fans right when the fans come in and you're actually working there they go absolutely crazy so that would have been nice and it's so fun so that's amazing is there anything you want to and then we have to do screenshots before this time we'll do screenshots but i'm gonna put this light on because it's like okay it's gotten gotten so dark in here somehow 
in the past. It's like nighttime in New York, right? It, yeah, like it's it just looks like it's gonna pour rain, and this is not the best. Do you want to say anything before we go? Anything like you have on your mind? Anything um, you don't feel we covered? I hope you had a good time. Well, I had a great time with you. It was super fun. I feel like it was more of a venting session because I've been in quarantine. So I, I have a human. I'm like, oh my god, human. But right. um, you're like, someone wants to talk. Yes. <laughs> not that. Not someone that other besides my boyfriend. Um, but I just want to say that I'm very grateful for this opportunity. And no matter what, I'm just gonna be here and I'm gonna have a positive mindset. And I'm fellow sorry to all the pasta lovers out there you know I still love you guys I hope you love me too and I hope that there's you know more to come and I'm really looking forward to it and I just want to say thank you so I hope so too all right let's do screenshots and you could leave the pasta to James it's fine not everyone needs to love pasta I actually got a, a magnet the other day that says it's not about the pasta because I just thought it was so it's like the best line ever. I so yeah, I did not know that was a thing until I knew it was a thing, and I was like, who would have known? Who would have? That's so funny. Exactly. All right, let me do this. I'm gonna take a few Thank just so. Okay. It's hard to see how they come out. Let me. Yeah, I'm so oily. I don't look so great either. I feel like like this. <laughs> I'm like talking in them. Let me hold still. I'm sorry. I'm gonna like move back. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Those okay. I'm, well, spooking, I'm, I'm the worst. Okay, let me stand still. All right. Out of all of those, I'll send you the best ones. Okay, sorry about that. No, no, that's like sometimes I forget to do those. So awesome. We'll keep in touch. When I'm in LA, we'll have drinks. Yes, and then wait, your Instagram. Oh yeah, um, find velvet rope. Yeah, it's behind velvet robe. Behind, that's probably why. I yeah, behind velvet robe. I'll, I'll like, I'll email you my personal and my show account too. Okay, perfect. Look at someone literally just comment on my photo. It's not about the pasta. <laughs> this is you're now like it's listen. It's not bad to have a tagline. This is what you're going to be known for for years. I'm serious. Oh my god, I hope not. I hope I make another tagline so I get this one out. <laughs> you'll come up with something else. But seriously, email me anytime. I'll like send you all, all my info. Okay, yay. It was so nice meeting you, David. It was nice meeting you too, Charlie. You're amazing. Very level head on your shoulders. And keep in touch, really. Thank you. I'm so excited to hear this. And yeah. please stay safe and like, keep busy. I'm so sorry that you're in New York. I feel so bad. <laughs> you too. And stay safe with your boyfriend. And I'll send you an email later. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Thank Bye. you so much. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. 
or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.